This week's episode is brought to you by Narukami, the little brother of the Dragon Empire. Ever wonder what it's like to get hand-me-downs? Well, now you can experience all the fun of being the neglected younger sibling without the wedgies or full-time inferiority complex. Narukami, because disappointing your father wasn't enough disappointment in your life. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Nexus at Night. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. Is he dying? I'm Hose. <laughs> Hose. <laughs> I'm Alvin. Yeah. And I'm dying. Okay. So today we have not I'm dying. I'm dead. Yeah, exactly. Not we have not two, not three, but five people here today because we're going to talk about uh, the worst clan. Ever really? What? That's not true. No, they, they... the official clan of the Vanguard subreddit. That, that is no. That's true. You're you're right. It's our OTT. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh, that cuts deep. Anyway, so we're here to talk about Narukami. Um, so Narukami. Are you going to talk about it? What? Are you going to talk about it? We're here to insult it. Yeah. That's not hey, true. I mean, we're we're, we're I guarantee Narukami's you. Narukami's just straight up ass. <laughs> one step exactly. at a, one at a time guys so with when we talked about divine dragon taper we apparently pissed off a lot of people on the subreddit so I'm like, they're all bad okay but but i'm thinking like why not double down on it actually no i eventually i'm gonna ha- we're gonna have to get through all the clans and uh my system is like <coughs> if there's no support coming in the foreseeable future that's like that's when i like to you know try and uh, talk about it, so why don't we just get into it? Um, so, Narukami was a clan that uh, that was introduced. Was. Is a clan? Narukami was, was a clan. clan. <laughs> Alright, that was a clan that was introduced in uh, BT06 Breaker of Limits. So, they're the like splinter faction of what was left of uh, Kagero. After the you know the void or whatever stupid anime plot was going on, um, or is it real? They're just literally watered down Kagero. Yeah, so the, the where Kagero focused on like retiring, you know, one at a time. Or honestly, I, I there wasn't really much of a difference when they first started. Their big thing was you know retiring front rows. So it, you're right, watered down Kagero. Um, but Vermillion was different enough. Like yeah. uh, the attacking your front row thing was definitely something that was just very different immediately. Yeah, so that... true. But at the same time, it kind of had the same end result that o- the very first Overlord had, which was blowing up a front row and attacking the Vanguard. It just did sure. a much more consistent way. Yeah. Sure. yeah. So uh, the the big boss monster at first was uh, Dragonic Kaiser Vermilion. So Counterblast three, he gets plus two K and can attack the front row all at once. Which caused a bit of confusion when it first came out because people were like, "I'm going to try and intercept," and you're like, "Yeah, you can't do that because <laughs> your rear guards are being attacked too." Um, let's see. So, what did you guys think? Like, uh, like Narukami's debut. What do you mean? Like, like how they at BTO six was they had a TD before that uh, with yeah. something in it. Like Thunderbreak Dragon, whatever was in that stupid TV. I think it was just the on ride counterblast to retire something and then limit break plus five k. That was like... yeah, but like the v- Vermilion was really absurd. I like, loved it for a long time. I think 
all the way up until we got brake rides, Vermillion was a thing. Yeah, it's because um, the 2K actually made a difference because with an 8K vanilla behind it, you had a 21K. So you basically, and 21K back then was basically PG or take. So you forced your opponent to PG, like, and still got rid of their front row. It didn't help that the only other uh, grade three was Dungaree. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I oh, know Dungaree <laughs> came in uh, BTO eight though. Was well, yeah, from he was talking about that it was Vermilion was a thing from oh, BTO yeah, yeah. six to Break Ride. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, and then in but nine, at the same time, the until visit. they also got a cross ride, so that was kind of cool. Yeah, but the cross ride didn't really do anything much different. It was just limit break five, and then with like plus five k instead of two, and, a and they gained the crit. But- yeah. But back then, being on Crossride was a big deal. True. Yeah. Oh, that's another also, thing. To get a 12k attack, <laughs> the subclans became the meta, which is also a great thing to have. Yep. True. And it wasn't even like... I think that was one of the like in, few instances of instead of like a subclan being made out of nowhere, like Revengers or, you know, Liberators... It was based off the boss monster itself, that being Vermilion, you know, Overlord uh, with Burning Horn, that kind of thing. It was like Azul and Blaster. Mm-hmm. Where the subclan came up around the card instead of the subclan just coming up all on its own. Yeah. Um, let's see. BTO8 uh, came Divine Seal Dragon, Dungree Dragon, or as I like to refer to him as the Pants Dragon. Because Dundry. Um and then he, he had a random thing where it was just like you on ride you bound stuff, right? I love how when you rode when they want to come up with just something new for a clan, it goes straight to binding. That's true. They're like, Well, there's this, you know, thing that doesn't really get, you know, dealt with often. So I think the bind zone is the you know, expansion to whatever else someone like Busher wanted to do. Um, it was weird because he had a thing that if you didn't have anything in your bind zone, he was minus 2k, and then his other skill oh. was... What? It needed to be bound by his effect specifically. Oh, right. You couldn't just bind, period, which is what made him ass. Yeah. 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 And then he had, like, a counterblast one, choose a card, bound with this card's effect, and put it on the bottom of your deck. And then choose your uh, card in the opponent's front row and retire it. And you can only use it once per turn. So the, the only way to make that work, you would you would only really be able to kill one thing with unless you wanted to become a nine k base. So what also what also sucked is that you couldn't like re ride then use the one from the previous one. Yeah, it was just like why it, it was just bad. Uh, you know, it was a poorly designed card and it was a triple rare. Yeah. It's probably the second worst triple R ever printed. Um, what's the first? Gigarex. Oh yeah, <laughs> that <laughs> man. Are you shit talking, Miss Hurricane? Mistress no. Hurricane? No, Mistress I'm, Hurricane. No, I'm saying Miss cool. Hurricane is better than Dungaree. Rip. It was such a long Mr. time Hurricane. to wait. Um, let's see, BT9 came, uh, the, the Vermilion, the Blood, so they got their cross ride, and their, uh, 12k attacker. Um, what's funny is that, like, the, the deck didn't really change much, did it? You just fucking added in the Blood as your other 
Yeah, because the limit break was the exact same thing, but slightly bigger. Yeah. Did it also get a crit, or is that yes. something else? No, it does. Five can a crit at LB five. Yeah, the ultimate break things that were much worse than limit break. Yeah. True. But Vermillion at the time was definitely a top deck, and uh, even in the United States or if the wet, or the English meta, uh, the Japanese meta, it was very big because well, you had a bunch of restrictions in that list. But it was just a good deck everywhere. Well, it also yeah. came out before Overlord in America, so that probably helped. The yeah. Bl- Vermilion was, but the blood wasn't. Yeah, that's the true. Blood arguably made the deck worse, in my opinion. How so? I, uh, with my deck list, I ran three Thunderbreak, three Vermilion, two of the Jin from the TD. Yeah. But as soon as I added the blood, it made it inconsistent as fuck. Mm. You didn't like it. Interesting. Yeah, uh, but the re- another reason that a lot of people, just, uh, you didn't see a lot of the blood is because there was a pretty short time period between the Bowing Sword TD and the next set. Oh, so like there was the TD and BTO 6? Or no, no, after BTO 9. So uh, Bowing, nine, but Bowing, after that, not Thunderbreak. Oh, sorry. Sorry. The next Arakami TD came out along with BT11. Oh, okay. It came with BT10. Narukami got support in 10. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, but they changed the order in the United States. Right. Oh, the BT11 order. came out first. In, in America, it was 11 before 10 because, you know, 10 was actually a bought product. Well, 11 kind of meh. Yeah, exactly. What did 11 have? Celestials? Ripple? Liberator stuff? No. That no, was 10. Was 10? Steve oh my god. Yeah. What was, was, was 11? I don't even know. I don't, I don't know. Like, uh, was some... that Ancient Dragons? Yeah, yeah. It was. I don't know. It, oh. 11 was, you're right, a very uh, unimpressive set. We had, we had that one thing that's like discard 3 10k crit to retire front row. Okay, so the things that were on 11, Dauntless Drive Dragon. Yeah. Sweep Command Dragon. Bad. Random Aquaphor stuff, like Transcore and Revan. All, the only thing good was Transcore. And, uh, and, yeah, the Ancient Dragon and Seal Dragons. We mustn't forget about Seal Dragons. Seal Dragons were okay-ish. I don't know. Blockade Inferno. Yeah. So, Seal Dragons, yeah. I, love, I love the art of where they're like named after cloth and stuff, too. It's a good aesthetic. Yeah. If Seal Dragons didn't suck, I might build them just because clothing. Yeah. Um. <coughs> what the fuck was so, that? <coughs> okay. So Narikami got like a little bit of support. The relevant card in set 11 that they got was a Fiendish Sword Eradicator Cho'o. Yeah, Cho'o's a, a great card. Which was a 9k grade 2 when it's placed on Van or, van or Rear. If you have a Narukami Vanguard, you can uh, choose one of your rear guards and shove it into Soul, and then you choose a front row thing and retire it. So this was one of the major players in I how... I love shoving the draws into the Soul. Yeah. Yeah, this was one of the major players on uh, in Narukami's kind of, uh, I guess, aggressive style, at least in this point, with mm-hmm. Eradicators, is because you could always just keep attacking your Vanguard and just clear your opponent's rear guards as you go along. 
Mm-hmm. So it just made it us really in disadvantageous for your opponent to call stuff when you could just call and kill it immediately. What I liked about um, Narukami is it actually like began to create a difference between Kagero and Narukami. In what sense? Because um, so with Vermilion, it was still basically the same as Kagero. With um, Erratic, at, like at least from how I see it, at, with the advent of Eradicators, Narukami began retiring for offensive purposes, while um, Kagro did it for defensive. Oh, like, okay. Because um, uh, well, all Kagro really got was like, well, um, with Kagro, I'm just gonna put Overlord to the side because Overlord is like a really is an outlier for Kagro. But um, Kagero's main limit breaker was um, Dauntless Reverse, which was whenever you dropped a grade one or higher, retire something. So it was like a free retire, and yeah, you got to retire a lot more. While um, Narukami with Gauntlet, when you retire, you gain a benefit. So like the the retires were either less retiring or more cost, but you gain some other benefit out from it outside of just retiring. Okay. Like, the best way to explain it is, like, Eradicators when it started, but the best way to explain it is between um, Conquest and Root Flare. They're both the original Triple R Persona flips for their respective uh, decks in G-Era. They both didn't have any cost aside from a flip. Root Flare retired two, and Conquest retired one, but you gained power out of it. So... You retire offensively because you gain benefits off of retiring versus retiring just so your opponent has less stuff to work with. I see. Okay. I just like I saw that beginning with Eradicator, like with because Gauntlet Buster, you know, was retire. Like when it's retired, you get to plus, but not like a retire itself. While you had um, Blockade Inferno, who. Retired, what did he do? I think he yeah. counterblast to retire all your opponent's grade 2 cards. Yeah, yeah. It, it did mass retiring, just for the sake of your own defense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, in set 10, which came out after set 11 here and before mm-hmm. set 11 in Japan, uh, <laughs> it kind of had the most absurd grade 3 support I've ever seen for our clan, for Narukami. Hmm. Or like they're both the Narukami triple R's in this set, Dragonic Descendant and Gauntlet Buster Dragon, were just like really absurd cards. That's true. At they the were top. great because with with Gauntlet it was PG or GG because you break ride you you break ride and use its other ability. You're facing a 27k three crit for a net cost of Counterblast two. It was wacky. And you also got two stuff retired. So yeah. And then Descendant was just insane because if you didn't hit, you restood with a crit, and at that time everyone's sitting at four damage. So yeah. you either take it and hope they don't crit you, or hope you can block it twice. Yeah. And or, then uh, nope. yes, the glory days when Arukami were good. Yeah. Throwback. <laughs> and then, well, like they, uh... <sighs> fuck. And why am I losing my train of thought so much? I'm sorry. Um, Dragonic Descendant. Yeah, okay, so Dragonic Descendant was limited in Japan, too, right? Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. restricted to two copies. Okay, so I feel like the, the switching of the set order where we got 11 and then 10 um, 
made it like Dragon Descendant wasn't nearly as uh, horrifying when it came here, and I think it's because that Japan kind of figured out that you had a better chance of just taking it at four than trying to like waste resources on the restand. And then, so when it came here, it just wasn't as uh, encroaching as it was in Japan. Not only that, but by the time it came out here, we were like three or four months from getting revenge from where we like we were like right on the brink of getting Revengers. Meaning, so it didn't have a lo- it didn't have a, a lot of time to dominate here as it did there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, cause set twelve hit, Revengers came out. And then that was... We also got Link Joker at the same time. Oh, yeah. Link Joker yeah. was... Uh... So, like... Throwback. <laughs> Jose, remember when we played Link Joker together? Hmm? Remember when we played Link Joker together? Oh, yeah. The good old days. True. That's when I didn't hate myself. <laughs> oh, I, I hated myself because of that deck. I literally... <laughs> Rid of it because like it won so much and it was so just bland. I mean, yeah. So the metagame that we were approaching. My only power anime was thanks to Link Joker. <laughs> at, at BT Fair. twelve, BT thirteen, the extra booster for Nova Grappler with Blouse in it, the extra booster for Kagura with Novell in it. Yeah, uh, Narcami was kind of overshadowed for the good period for a large period of that time. They got a little bit more of a boost at BT fourteen. When uh, they got Ignition Dragon, who was just a better break ride, but it had to cause Counterblast. Yeah. And then they got a couple my, other cards. My that boy, Tempest Bolt. Tempest oh, Bolt was Bolt. great because like it, it, it basically gave you a good matchup against Link Joker. Because you could pull out your field, even if they lock it, you're just not going to get retired. Yeah. Because yeah. you'll just get rid of their field. Yeah, Tempest Bolt was a sweet card. Uh it's also hilarious because it's like two k for each open was not the limit break, so you could ride it and like hit for like twenty k on your first ride. Yeah, but it counts your opponents also. So if nobody had anything, it was just it was just thirty one. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> that was great, and like I feel like to the like I think some Narutomi players still run that as like a backup, where you're like, all right, fuck it, if nothing's getting done, ride this, and then just hit yeah. for big. I guess you could make the argument that people still run armor break, but because <laughs> they do, um, or they did for okay. seven seasons. Um, let's see, what was after fourteen? They got nothing no... in fifteen. Then they got brawlers. Okay, so this this one I know what I'm talking about. So brawlers, uh, also known as Vermilion the Subclan. Ver- Vermilion the Subclan. So. The, in Japan, there was a uh, there was a TD for it that came with like just you know you're on Legion, you can do a thing, and retire then, something. Yeah, retire something. Or no, I think you call a brawler from deck or something like that. I Why guess. would brawler superior call when they when it's fucking Narukami? Like literally, I don't know. But anyway, so they um they and then there was the Seeker trial deck and the Deleter movie pack. And, you know, the original set, 16 and 17, so Boucher had split all of those up and then redistributed them for, like, an English version, which was annoying. Legion was a mistake. True. I, I kind of agree. But anyway, so they did that, and uh, there was the, uh, the, the brawler, the two brawler legions that one was a cross-ride of another. So, like, the, your, your grade three lineup was just set by itself. The only legion cross-ride. <laughs> That's true. You're right. 
Um, but yeah, so it was a uh, Big Bang Knuckle Dragon, Big Bang Knuckle Buster. So, uh, Big Bang Knuckle Dragon. Um, while you're in Legion, you could counterblast two. He gets plus five k, and then just <laughs> attacks the front row. So it was like a cheaper Vermilion. Um, and then the Big Bang Knuckle Buster was, you could. Uh, Counterblast 1, choose a card named Big Bang Knuckle from your hand and put it into your soul if he's in Legion. He gets plus 5k, and then if he, he attacks 4 units instead of just 1. So, by putting a card, you know, with its name into your soul, that means you could get around having to cross-ride. You could just ride Buster, Legion, and then just put Big Bang Knuckle in there, and now you're a 13k base. Which, uh, like, I think Brawlers were... They they stayed relevant even a little bit into stride format, um, like I think around up to GBT03, and then they started to drop off. Well, they were the only death. What? I didn't like them all that much. Uh, Brawlers was when I first started realizing that Narukami had little to no draw power. Yeah, and that was and in that the era when they really was needed. Was a real big turnoff to me. Brawlers gained literally zero advantage in an era when you really needed it because like thanks to aglavale and that one seeker that on legion you could search it became a lot easier to recover boards so nuking fields wasn't as like impactful as it was as proportionally as impactful as it was for vermilion and retiring a front row and like narukami it needed also um big bang buster where you need to put a grade three into the soul. If you didn't see anything, it was a useless legion. True. So like it, you needed, even if it was as simple as searching for a grade three, it kind of needed it. Yeah. And th they needed that, um, the like check top five for a grade three searcher to get really get anything done. You had to run a lot mm -hmm. of draw triggers and stuff. Which, yeah. you know, isn't the worst thing in the world. And the whole thing where, like, you know, you're wiping boards turn after turn, it um, it started to lose its, uh, you know, potency as we got into an era where a lot of uh, decks had disappearing fields. Yeah. So when you couldn't punch out anything, you couldn't get any power from it, which means you couldn't get any sort of advantage. So you, you, were, you were pushed out very quickly. Um, BT-17... What, did that give, it gave them a few things, but I can't remember what it was. In in Japan, that's when Brawler it got the gave cross us ride. It literally just gave us the cross ride. Oh, okay. So, but, but in English, in, in English, we didn't get because ET sixteen and seventeen were different in English, so all the Narukami stuff went to sixteen. Oh, okay. So they just because like, honestly, dividing them was just unnecessary. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, one. So. What? I want to make a comment about the shortness of Legion Era. So Legion Era was cut like super, super short. Mm -hmm. Because what ended up happening is people started running these decks that were like really, really absurd. Like what? Uh, Thingsaver like, Abyss? The Thingsaver Abyss decks. Yeah. And this was like after they, like even after they weakened it, people were still just playing these cards because they were like, we can't keep letting people play Abyss, Revenger Abyss, Blaster Dark. Like people would just play Blaster Dark Revenger, Blaster Dark Revenger Abyss, and Phantom Blaster Abyss. Yeah. 
and then you'd have a bunch of blaster blades for thing saver. And so the format got really stupid because the only thing you could do, like, because this was like clearly just the best thing to be doing. Mm -hmm. And and there wasn't, you couldn't really make an argument that you were going to do something else, like that you like doing something else was like as good. So the reason that 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 stopped happening even when stride era is because they put the restriction that you had to start going for one one thing you oh, had to play one clan and the only thing you're allowed to include good thank god for clan fight otherwise we'd be uh using every single stride in just one single deck how much do you think amnesty would have been if a clan fight wasn't a thing oh god oh it would be it, it would be the only bucks it would be the only non SP to breach a hundred dollars. It was already like close to that, like sixty. It was yeah, it peaked at ninety, but like it probably would have been like one fifty just because Link Joker would be unplayable if you could uh, if cl- if clan fight didn't exist. Yeah, like everyone everyone would just throw an amnesty in their fucking uh, in their fucking G deck, and then if you ever lock their field, they just like try to amnesty attack for a bunch of the crit. Because you'd only be helping them at that point. Yeah. yeah. And there would also there would also be some like just really silly decks otherwise just because nothing is nothing is clan nothing is clan restricted on card anymore. So true. They don't. Go, yeah, you're right. Conquest would be even more expensive. Yeah, it would be like extra deck prices in Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh yeah, but like probably more just because Amnesty would be ridiculous. Yeah, Amnesty would be one that would be particularly insane. Yeah. So they ended. They just ended up ending Legion era fairly early and reinforcing this clan fight. And so now that you were in clan fight, the other people could like the things ever best deck couldn't happen. Give give people a box; they'll play to the edges. Um, yeah. Let's see. So the, the uh, before they or a little after they got support in GBTO two is that was when the Vanquisher stuff came out, and you got your. Uh, Fuck, what's the, what's the stride with the scythe? I keep wanting to say eradicate. Conquest dragon. Conquest, thank you. So, Conquest was, like, a really good stride, because... It was completely free. Yeah, plus 10k to the It was splashable. Oh, Mm -hmm. that's true, you could put it in anything. Um, and then, you know, I, I feel like Narukami didn't really, like, wasn't really hyped out of that set, although I wasn't around for it. What was, um... It wasn't hyped because it, it had this weird like, thing with binding, but it didn't do anything with the bind zone. The only card that really mattered with the bind zone was that really terrible starter, which is when a card is bound, it gains 3k. Yeah. And then, the, and then there was uh, Vanquisher himself, but, like, that was, again, starting to, uh, you know, lose... The way people you know, saw relevancy. the clan on reverse, or on release, sorry, not reverse, Yeah. Uh, the way people saw the clan on release is like, is this the way they intend for people to fight Legion? Because Legion decks were still everywhere at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And for the most part, you could still, um, for the, I think from what I remember, you could, for the most part, you could choose the bind zone targets. I remember right after set three dropped, I was at like a Bushiro tournament. I was walking past and I saw a guy with Vanquisher playing against Revengers. His opponent had three Blaster Dark Abyss in the bind zone. I was like, 
I don't know how the hell you did that, but I'm so proud of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there's that, and then also, like, I, I feel like Gear Chronicle was another, like, you know, at least at first Gear Chronicle was an effort to deal with that, too, because instead of, you know, getting putting cards in the drops, then they go to bottom of deck. But at the same time, Gear Chronicle didn't do it fast enough because you could still fill up your drop zone so quickly on your own, especially thanks to Stride, because you could just discard stuff, pass a turn, and then yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. So or like guarding, yeah. Also, you know, guarding was a thing. So like, Gear Chronicle, the old, Gear Chronicle was just like a pseudo answer to like Grand Blue, but at the same time, Grand Blue pre Night Rose was a fucking answer to itself because it was just bad. Yeah. Well, one thing that also changed from this point is in Legion era, if you were playing one of the Legion supported decks or the decks that could survive like with the, only the Legion mechanic. Uh, you were you just you were basically priced into guarding early, so like people didn't take unboosted vanguard attacks like they would have in limit break era. Yeah. So because you know that that damage again like today is going to be harder to guard later. Yeah. Um, so, and, then, and then also in the set we got Dragonic Kaiser Crimson, which was a revival legion for uh, Vermillion, which basically was like oh for free I'm attacking. Like, it just makes the cost zero, so you're just wiping the front row every turn. I actually think at the time that Legion was, like, pretty good. Yeah. It lasted a, a fair amount of time, and you sometimes still see it today, but, like, you know, it's not really enough. Um, and then also, a little bit after GBTO2, there came the Fighters Collection, where Brawlers got their own stride, which allowed you to, if you were in Legion, punch out six, you know, spots at once. Um so that that extended the life of the deck a little bit, but it you know it was on its way out. I think. Yeah, I, I mean it didn't even extend it at all because even in Legion era, punching out a field wasn't super great. So like in Stride era, it was even less viable. So it didn't really do much for the deck as a whole. It was cheap and nice, but it just didn't do enough because it didn't net any advantage. Yeah. And there were some matchups where it was, like, pretty crucial, but, like, yeah, I agree with you for the most part. But, yeah. But, like, again, in those matchups, it was, like, ones where even the where, um the original ones would have been, like, good enough. Like, the, like against Neo Nectar, that was a deck that I'm punching the field didn't have an issue with because Musketeers don't really build the field they just slightly slightly increase it but like doesn't really you know help yeah um, Ugh, musketeers now you're finally good <laughs> um <laughs> all right so the next round of support was a gbto5 moonlit dragon fang which lol i think this is like one of those sets where i, I like that support honestly really Really? It was really yeah. like really interesting. They finally um, got a good way to bind, and then it all went to shit at GPT09. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get to that in a sec. But like GPT05 had uh, Pale Moon's first support. Uh, it came with Exilus Messiah, um, and then they, they got you know like a, a Vanquisher Stride. We got Voltage. You got Voltage, yeah. And then on you finally 
started doing things with the bind zone. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, Even it, though, I think that was also when we got the Thunderstrike keyword. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, which is arguably like one of the worst keywords in the game. Yeah. But you know. So Thunderstrike is uh it it's got a number next to it. So it's the Thunderstrike with the number meaning how many cards are in your opponent's bind zone. So that would you know, that's good. Except if you um you know, if there's nothing to kill, there's nothing to bind, and then you can't set off your Thunderstrike. So, mm -hmm. it, you know, they definitely got kind of shafted in that set. And then, like, the whole deck was... Or the, the whole set was kind of unnoticed. Like, not a lot of people bought out of it. And then people realized, oh, TikTok, Urwitar, and Melum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then people figured shit out. It was the beginning of the end. Yep. Um... Let's see, Nightmare Dolls also got their stuff in this set, and OTT got its lackluster stuff, too. So, back to Narukami. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I don't know, I just like talking about the game's history. Anyway, so, um, after that... This is... <coughs> after after th that, it... It was nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it, we had nothing until Divine Dragon Caper, when everybody started running Trainee, Monk, and Martial Arts Dragon, even though they're fucking bad cards. I mean, Martial Arts is fine. Okay, to be fair, it's only Japan. Martial Arts is not good. Martial, martial Arts is... Needed, right now. But yeah. not good. Um, like, it sucks that you have to play... Like, it might suck that you have to play Martial Arts, but I think they have to play Martial Arts. Yeah. Like, martial arts helps out against early rush, but that's about it. But the deck deeds all it can get, really. Yeah. So, like, martial arts <laughs> was on a grade two on ride. You counterblast, soul blast, and then destroy, uh, you know, retire. Thing. Yeah, retire. In front, I'd much rather run a uh, 10k vanilla than martial arts, to be honest. Really? Even. Yeah. Uh, it is. It, like, it's. I just hate uh, martial arts so much. Hmm. One. One issue though is like it's the one of the few ways to probably the, i think the only way to bind pre-gb that's true yeah the and, issue with martial arts though is it's vanguard restricted yeah and it only retires front row so you can't even like poke off a good starter so if you're a, if like you ride first and your opponent just rides and attacks martial arts dragon counters itself yeah like yeah. And then, well, even seeing the the starter, they're going to go, well, I'm not going to call anything because martial arts is a thing. Um, I feel like that, you know, like, Jenkins, the straw man that I that I keep mentioning, uh, forgot to put the little R symbol on martial arts. You know? Like, where there's supposed to be a V slash R, and he just never got around to it, and now now he's fired, or he should be fired. Um it, it, it was it, it was such it was like it, it was a very Charlie Brown with the football moment. Oh, you canceled the recording. Well, no, because the recording cuts out if it's um. All right, let yeah. us know. Okay, let's start that again. So, uh, next we'll talk about Trainee Monk Dragon. A terrible grade one that people right. seem to think is good for some reason. Yeah. So what it does is it's a grade one seven K with Thunderstrike one, and when it attacks a Vanguard and get two K, and then it has this other ability that's GB one. And it says, put this unit into your soul. Choose one of your vanguards with the Vanquisher in its card name. And until end of turn, it gets that, uh, you can... That you can attack a vanguard and a rearguard. Yeah, yeah. And, another, and a rearguard. Okay. You see, here's the thing. If you took GB off Trainee Monk, it might actually be kind of runnable. You ride Vanquisher first, you call Trainee Monk, you get two retires while your opponent's at grade two. Might be okay. When you're at GB, it becomes pointless. Yeah, because, like, 
You'd rather be retire binding things for your Thunderstrike engine. Yeah. yeah. And also the Thunderstrike, <coughs> not not Thunderstrike. The fact that the um the Thunderstrike on attack plus 2k is on attack and not just Thunderstrike plus 2k is also bad because it means it needs to be in the front row. A 9k booster would have been nice, but no. Right. Like the deck needs more offense cuz if you don't get your engine up quickly, then you're stuck trying to play catch-up, and every clan can outpace you if you're doing that. Another sure. real big problem I see with this card is that a lot of clans can plus much more easily than Narukami. Mm -hmm. And so Narukami trading a card for a card is not favorable for them. Yeah. Is is that not also, it's not that it, it's also just like Narukami, they can plus harder than Narukami can bring them down. Yeah. Like, it's just... Okay, let's let's talk about... What I love about Narukami is it is one of the it is one of the two clans with the worst G guards in the entire game. Jose, what are your feelings on Sky Guardian Supreme Dragon Bulwark Dragon? Okay, well first we should say the effect. I fucking hate it. Okay. <laughs> and that's no, what... it doesn't need to be stated. <laughs> yeah, you don't need true. to talk okay? about it. It's just terrible. You don't need to know anything other than that. I mean, like, th there could be a person who's like, no. oh, I'm going to try out Nexus at night, and then, like, this is their first experience, and it's Jose yelling about how much he fucking hates it. So, well, it's bad, so. Anyway, so the still is, uh, when you guard with it. Thunderstrike, th well, I can. No, don't worry. It's Thunderstrike 3 plus 10k shield, and then a secondary effect. At the end of the battle that it was placed on guard circle, you, for every four cards bound, you can retire something in the front row at rest. So many things wrong with this. In the front row, and you can't even bind it. So, <laughs> what you're telling me is that... Why couldn't it just bind at least? This doesn't touch Gear Chronicle. It doesn't yep. touch anything that you would want it, to deny Griffin Except for. Nova's. Yeah, except like Nova Grappler. <laughs> Interesting. So let's just go with every single issue. So it's for every four retire one. Four is already kind of hard to get up to begin with. So you have to have eight if you want to retire two. Second, it's rested. So you can only attack Car you can only stop cards that are already fucking attacked. So even if you did have eight, you probably you couldn't use this as your first guard of the turn because again it's not rested third it's front row restricted so again even if you had eight you couldn't retire a line yeah, yeah. it's and then it's at the end of the battle too you know, so anything better... that he would want to get rid of could either like restand or disappear before he would even touch it yeah and also for those of you who are like it's good because you hear what my skill would be for yeah go for it jose Okay, so for every bound card, it gains plus 5k defense. Maximum 4. That's it. That would have made That's... it instantly a lot better. True. That would be pretty good, actually. And then for those of you who are saying, oh, it's just the Narukami equivalent of Denial, Griffin, and Sadiq because we have Ascetic. No, it's not, because you're not getting four bound units while Ascetic is still on the field. You are not also, going to be Ascetic only a... works on your own turn. True. I didn't even know that much. Yeah, that's terrible. Yep. <sighs> what a if ascetic, yeah. if ascetic was like during either turn, then that combo might have its own viability. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, Rukami's 
terrible. I, I see. I see a lot of. Uh... So this set also had um, the the uh, the GR for Narukami. Oh uh, uh, yes, Vanquisher Supreme Voltage Drag- Maximum. Dragonic Vanquisher. The most Max. broken card in the entire game. Right? Yep. Everyone was freaking out about it when it was announced. It yeah. deals damage. Oh shit. Fuck. You could Before like you win freak the out, game check with out it. Pass support. What? What? Jose, what? what'd you say? Before you freak out about VMAX, they should have looked at the pass support. Yeah. And you realize your opponent's bind zone isn't getting to five. You're probably not going to keep two face up because Narukami is very counter blast heavy. And, you know. A single dismal stops it. A single dismal, a single change in, like, target. Like, you know, because. Wait, it's, um. Yeah, a single dismal stops it. If, like, if a target changes, like, if your opponent fucking rain breaths and calls on top of something then you can't attack the card that was called for rain breath yeah neo neo nectar has true answers to control that is how bad narukami is because neo nectar can counter it yeah and like the 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 whole idea was you can you know attack a bunch of things at once and then if they have an empty field they just take a damage and everyone was looking at that last part without everything yeah. around it. But you needed Thunderstrike 5, and that's hard enough to get on its own. It's hard even to get one nowadays. Depending. I think uh, but... what would have helped this card a lot is if it gained power for each face-up Vanquisher. Like, it kind of makes it a lot like the Thavis in the same set, where, like, for each face-up Vanquisher, it gets 5k, and you can uh, battle another unit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been for... nice. So, like, if you have, you know, like, Four face up vanquishers for some reason. Uh, you know, this is getting plus 20k can battle five things or four things. Also, or like what's bad about um, Volt VMAX is even though it's a pseudo cross stride of voltage, it's also very counter to what voltage wants because yeah. you want to say voltage for near the end because it's GP3 is actually a good skill 3k to the front row for each bound, but like. If you're using those early to set it for VMAX, you really can't use voltage for what its purpose is, but you can't use VMAX without voltage. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it. Oh, sorry, go on. Uh, VMAX is asking you to throw away what is the more consistent win condition for the deck in order to use something that's inconsistent and easily stopped by many clans. In my playtests of uh, VMAX, I found myself ending it with voltage more than VMAX. Yeah, voltage can actually end the games. Yeah, like, I would rather have three 30k plus columns bearing down on my opponent than hoping that they can't stop one of my attacks. Because combine that with the fact that, also, if your opponent's at four damage, all they need to do is PG, deal with a board wipe, and the effect damage won't matter because they'll still be at four. Yes, it has the potential to win games, but it's such a specific requirement to win a game because they need to be at five, they need to be able to not, they need to be able to not stop, they need to be able to not counter a single one of your attacks, and you need Thunderstrike five. It was too... The issue with all Narukami support is it's too restricted for no reason. It's yeah. like how se- it's like how Searing Asha is Vanguard restricted for no reason when a simple Bloom unflip is not broken up at all. If it was Rearguard, it would have been fine. But no, Searing Asha just had to be meh. Because Bushi doesn't know how to balance sub um, 
unfavored clans. Well, it seems like the like Bushiroad will put on their website like recommended builds for stuff, and looking at the at, like their recommended builds, it's kind of oh. sad like how far they miss the mark sometimes. <laughs> but the thing with their recommended builds though is the they're trying to do it using a uh, recent support over anything. Like they're not doing true optimal because like with gears, we all know that the optimal gears build is. Time Leap Melum, but they wanted to show like what Zodiac Time Beast crossover, whatever, because you know it's an alternative. They wanted, they're trying to, they do what the anime does, and they do recent support over viable support. I guess yeah. so. Which to an extent makes sense, but well, like there yeah. are times where they don't do it. It's oh, like, that's very true. Like the new Victor deck list is just the old Victor list with like Buttergill and that oh, one great one. You sent me that actually. I I just want to look at it and laugh. My favorite one was the Musketeer deck list where you ran Stride Fodder, which isn't a Musketeer and a Musketeer deck, and you did you ran twelve crit and you didn't run Ernest because Ernest is too good to not run in Musketeers. And then, uh, like, I was looking at the honorary professor list, and it was, like, that and the Big Valley list were just atrocious. So, no, Kami. Sorry. Um, well, I mean, like, like talking about Can I go on a rant <laughs> on how much I hate the Thunderstrike PG? Go for sure. it. Sure. So first, first of all, we should say... First of all... Yes, yeah, go ahead. Oh, uh, Thunderstrike PG. What does so, it do again? It's um on like all the new PGs. You can only protect the Vanguard PG. Can't be hit. Blah blah blah. GB one Thunderstrike two Soul Blast one. Choose one of your other rear guards and retire it. It's self-retiring in Narukami, guys. Great start. And at the end of the battle, that this boosted a unit with Thunderstrike in its ability. Pay the cost. Bounce it, and your opponent chooses one of his or her rear guards and retires it. Like none of that was okay. Beneficial. Why doesn't it bind? First of all, it's why it's so it thunderstrike. Like everything about it is thunderstrike, but like, <laughs> oh god, I'm this looking is at this weird... list and it's killing me. What is there some weird mixture between this wanting to be like a vanquisher card with just because of thunderstrike restriction? But it just seems more like a card. Yeah, it, it does. Basically, is <laughs> like I mean, I think Eradicators try to find ways to get to Thunderstrike two these days anyway, just because it's the only way their G Guardians make sense. Yeah. And uh, yeah, <laughs> and I think I, Thunderstrike is one of the most unhealthy keywords in this game. Unhealthy. Yeah, like it makes future support very difficult because, like, as you can see with the current G Guards. Brawlers, Eradicators, technically Kaisers, although you, Kaisers is easier to splash Thunderstrike support into, but like, yeah. if you don't have some form of binding, you just can't use any G-Guards. They're just vanilla 26k shields. Yeah. Or 15k. 15k yeah. shields for the total of 26, but like, it, I don't know, it's... Yeah. It... At least they're better than the Link Joker ones who literally neg yourself for the advantage. Mm-hmm. Well, it it depends on what like in messiahs they're great, but like otherwise no, they're not. Eat. No, they're not good in messiahs. Demon Maxwell's good in messiah. It's not great. I mean, well, like either with um, you can still get uh like soul blast draws 
off of that if you're an alter ego. Okay, but Soul Blast draws aren't aren't worth it when you can unlock your opponent's cards during their turn because they can just attack with them. Yeah, well, Destiny I mean, Guardian is terrible, Atlas. Well, okay, the 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 whole, I think what they what they want you to do is you go. All right, guard the demon Maxwell, lock a back row, sacrifice Messiah, lock itself, unflip, plus three to van. They attack again, you go, okay, guard with Destiny Guardian, unlock my two, and then that's it. Because nothing says heal triggers. Because nothing says good, like two heal triggers and a specific field. Yeah, exactly. So, like, Like, it doesn't matter what they want, it's still bad. I think it would be interesting if there were uh, Messiah cards that Omega locked your own stuff for stronger effects. That would be cool. But at the same time, that's also kind of counterintuitive because, like, well, actually, no, it's not because a, a Messiah unlocks by their own effect anyway. Um, so, yeah, yeah, you're right. Anyways, like, back to Narukami. We don't like talking about bad clans. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I actually, uh, I've been a fan of Narukami since it came out, and I'm the first to say it's horrible. It's terrible. We need to get rid of it. It needs to be reformed and replaced. Okay. You mean this entire so, game? Yeah. So one thing that uh, I think Narukami is struggling with, and Narukami is not the only thing struggling with uh, at this point in the game. Um, I don't think Narukami is one of the worst clans in the game. I'm not even sure if it's in the bottom half or whatever. Yeah. But uh, I will say this: they do not have a they they do not have a strong first stride. The fact that they still need a first stride Zorus. And yeah. maybe uh, what's that Voltec Zapper guy? Yeah. If you if you have the resources for it. To be fair, Voltec like, Zapper standalone isn't actually a bad card. No, I'm not saying that it is, but the fact that Zoras or Zoras is still like a needed card is yeah. after three sets of G support yeah. is stupid. Yeah, no, that's it's ridiculous. Three it's clear bias to Kagero from Bushi Road, honestly, in my opinion. Because well, Kagero, like. There was that one article they did on, like, their thinking behind Thunderstrike. It was they to make it th- not Kagero. But, like, also, they can make it not Kagero and not bad. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's what I see as the problem for this set, is, like, they're still stuck on making it not Kagero. They're not really seeing the clan as having an identity of its own. So as long as Bushiroad has its head up its ass in this regard, I don't think Narukami is going to prosper. I think what they need, like, I really think what they need, actually, this is probably a good segue into the, uh, I'll, I'll do the shtick again. So, uh, to the four of you, you work in Vushirod's card design department, and you just got fired, but you were about to send some cards down to the printer. You decide in your, uh, recently fired rage that you're gonna break Narukami. Go. So, um, Okay, so, um, for me... Give it a restander? One at a time, guys. It- Cave. Jose, they do. It's called Descendant Zillion. Burn. Please right. stop. So, um, for me, <coughs> grade one, 6k, at the beginning of your main phase, Soul Blast, um, Thunderstrike 2, Soul Blast, no, fu- actually, fuck Thunderstrike, it needs to be good. So, beginning of your main phase, Soul Blast 1, draw one, bind a card from your opponent's drop. So, wait, say that again? At the beginning of your main phase, Soul Blast 1, draw 1, bind a card from your opponent's drop zone. Yeah. Let's speed up bind zone for everything so you can actually use the G-guards in other builds that aren't Vanquisher. Let's you actually make VMAX not terrible and gives you resources, which Narukami just doesn't have. Yeah. Um, I think they're... God, when a broken card is actually realistic, that's sad. Yeah, they also need to do, like, just the thing where, like, okay, uh, 
you know, rest this card, bind a card from the opponent's drop, give like three K somewhere. Like even just one of those would be nice. Yeah. You know what's hilarious? Shatura the common that came out over a that came out almost two years ago is still a two dollars. Yeah, because it's um Chatura yeah, is does. just on hit, you counterblast, bind, and draw a card, right? Yep. Yep. And like even Non Vanquisher decks will run it because they need some way to get Thunderstrike for their G guards. I think and they need some way to get advantage. Yeah. <coughs> Wait, what? Even and they also need a way to get advantage. Uh, advantage. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a way to draw cards. Jose, what's this restander you have? Oh, just a restander that counterblast one, discard one, restand. That's it. Fair. That's it. I don't care about anything else. I just want more draw power. That would actually be interesting because if their draw power is so terrible and you make a restander for such a cheap cost, it would probably just even out. Yeah. True. I love how Dragonic Vanquisher, the triple R, is still $30 for no reason. Wow. That's nuts. Voltage Voltage Horn is 11 Anastasia is 16 Yeah, because well, yeah, GBTO2 is out of print. Yeah, well... And no well, one bought the Vanquisher stuff in it. That's true. Conquest is 25 This is a $300 deck for literally no reason. Yeah, and then... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, why would you play this when you could play... Why would you play this when you could play Messiah? Big... What? Right? No, no I... what'd you say we couldn't hear you cut out? I sold all Kami stuff and got a whole Messiah deck for it. Yeah. Yeah, because why would you play Why would you play Vanquisher when you could play Messiah? It's cheaper, mm-hmm. I think. Can I have a look? Messiah prices, it's probably cheaper or at least the same price, and Messiah actually can win games. Yeah. Like, Messiah can actually do things. Messiah can do stuff. Um, ter- at the very least, we have hope because Bushiroad will probably do another revival collection and they might put the stuff in there. What stuff? Yeah. Um, expensive Narukami shit. Because yeah. now they actually print- have hope in Bushiroad. That's true, but like the thing is, part of the issue with the revival set was they also needed to print promos that we never got, and they did most, if not all of them. So now they can actually focus on other revival sets on reprints. Yeah, I mean the um, well, okay, I still want wait where Tiger Conquest. Jaeger. What reprint of Conquest? Yeah. Conquest reprint when Bushi? Yeah, yeah. that uh, like, like I, I feel like that there should just be a set where they put in. Like break, like in every in everything, there's the break strider, the heart them clone, and GPG, and then like the triple R's are the you know the like big strides that can so like conquest and mana garm and that kind of stuff. But the thing is, for some clans, they don't need those. Yeah, like Neonectar doesn't. Why would you play Jingle Flower when you have Asha? I was thinking of like Dream Spinning and Aerial Divine Knight Elmo. Like, doesn't that? It doesn't doesn't have to be the first one that came out, but just fair enough. Yeah. The good yeah, one. Just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what a sad, sad clan. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't think Narukami's even in the bottom half right now. But yeah. What is the I mean, bottom half, in your opinion? Uh, well, I mean, I'm not going to go through every clan, but uh, what yeah, I'm saying take is, too like, long. They, they have the latest support, Yeah. and, like, that still matters. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I mean... How, you can argue about the quality of support, but having the latest support is still a big deal. I mean, but, like, is it, though? Like, Kagro got G- hasn't gotten support since GBT07, 
and it won't until 11, and I would still easily argue that Kagura is much better than Narukami. I would not. I, I'm not. I'm not. No, I don't think so at all. I I also disagree. I do not think Kagura is better than Narukami at this point. Really? Really? Why? Voltage but, is better than literally anything Con- Conquest has, or uh, anything Kagura has. Yeah, like having Conquest and Voltage gives you more rearguard power. Like Overlord can only do so much mm-hmm. on his own, and Blade Master is literally a worse Vanquisher. Yeah. Like, but nobody plays Blade Master anyways. Yeah, like, I mean, except for so, you. <laughs> Fruit beer. Right I play Blade Master. Like, eh. But uh, but yeah. So that that I, that's my kind of that's my kind of a thinking on it is that they have the latest support and like Kagro has just fallen out so far. Even even their kind of absurd G guards just don't really matter. Yeah. If like they can't end a game ever. I don't think it's the ending the game. I think it's the getting to the end. If you're not ending the game, what's your advantage for? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, they don't really build advantage much either. It's just kind of... That's the problem. Yeah. (laughs) But the difference between Kagero and Narukami is they can actually bring down advantage fast enough that, like, it's not specifically warranted. I mean, I think what Bushiro is expecting is, like, oh, the advantage comes from, like, you know, fucking over your opponent's stuff. I'm like... You know, the, well, yeah, that's what that's what a control deck is supposed to do. Yeah, but I mean, like, the, the, like even in you know chaos and uh, like chaos is a little different because it grinds you up. But Messiah has like card draw by the end yeah. and stuff. So that's why Link Joker is probably the one of the best control decks in the game. Probably, I would argue no, Link Joker is. is one of the only control decks in this game. This game yeah. has like fu- this guy's like fu- this game has five control decks. I think it's Kagura, Narukami. Mega Colony, Link Joker, and Nubatama, and I think it's just those five. Yeah, but none of them have those strong enough defensive elements except for Link, Link Joker. Joker. Yeah, I mean, I'd argue that Mega Colony kind of does because preventing your opponent to call. Period. Also, like, yeah, Dark Dark Face, um, Omega Rast with draws off of it is kind of really nice. Because Obturandus Dark Face means you don't have to deal with any attack that isn't Vanguard based. Period. <laughs> but like, yeah. at least the at least the Link Joker decks can turn that advantage. Like, you should sit there. Your opponent can't do anything, and then you just ride Messiah and try to kill them. Like, yeah. it's a much better game plan than oh, definitely. Colony just... doing literally nothing. Yeah, yeah no, but... I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying it's not like Link Joker isn't better, but I'm saying at least Mega Colony can actually fuck like, up your stop opponent's... your opponent from playing the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It stop well enough. That's supposed to do. It, it, it builds up enough resource through fucking your opponent's deep, um, offense enough that like I would I would count, but obviously Link Joker does the job better because locking is inherently um an infinitely times better mechanic than rest, Omega Rest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but like o- overall, do you think uh, the next time Narukami gets support because it does have a main character in the show that plays the clan? Like, do do you think that's gonna help? Or, like, do you think they're going to get better? Or No. I, not at all. Why? I don't think so. Well, because like, the thing is, ma- main characters don't dictate quality of support. It dictates quantity. Yeah, but it, but it also... But that gives you a higher chance of... Can I say something? Yeah. Yeah, go. So, like, I was referencing that article where they were talking about Thunderstrike before. Yeah. Like, from that, it's clear they don't really understand the clan. They don't know how it's played. They don't really... 
understand the history of it because they said that VMAX was a rare and powerful ability when we have eight other cards that can do the same thing, including a rear guard. Yeah. Like, they don't understand the clan. They see it in the light of another clan, Kagero. So, like, as long as all this is true, I can't imagine Narukami getting good support. Just can we because, just go like, back to Eradicators? We did. It's called Zillion. Please yeah. stop. Yeah, like, they're just stuck on all of the wrong things, and as long as it's like that, then Narukami can't get anything good, because they'll just keep making cards that miss the point. <laughs> I think if, I think if like, enough people of the, like, uh, enough people email Bushiroad and be like, you guys are missing the point, try this. That, like, may- maybe in the future they'll do something, you know? But at the same time, you have to think about the people that play this game. The subreddit said that GBT09 Narukami was good. The, this, the people that play this game don't understand what Narukami needs. I guess so. But it's not... It, like, like, theoretically, you're right. If we got enough people emailing them to say, oh, Narukami needs Jar or whatever, theoretically that would work. But in practice, there's just not enough people that A, think that, or B, care enough to actually email them. Yeah, but I mean, you know, like, I'm I'm imploring listeners, if they want to, you know, go email Bushiroad. Ask them. Why go through all that hassle when you can sell the deck and get messiahs? That too. Like, I sold the moment (laughs) Vanquisher got I sold it. I didn't care what was in BT09. I got the deck two days later. Vanquisher support was announced and VMAX's art was revealed. It got hyped. I started selling it from that point. I didn't care it was in set 9 because it hyped so much I could only plus off of it. I spent 140 on the deck. I got Blau and I got a full Blau deck with four galaxies and $100. I spent about about 15 on mine, honestly. Yeah. And and then I sold everything that isn't Conquest of the PGs for 100 something. Yeah, because uh, you could. It, it's so easy to like plus in this game because you just go to what's about to get support and then you just sell it. Yeah, I plussed off of Nubatama. I plussed off of Nubatama before support was even announced. I got um my Shiranui deck, then like it skyrocket. I got a Shiranui deck for like. I got Shiranui for Spike Brothers and a hundred dollars also because I got. Um, rising, and then it hyped, so I just traded spikes for $100 in a full Shiranui deck, and then I sold Shiranui for, like, 250 because thanks to um, people thinking that antagonist means it's gonna get a lot of good support, I just plussed off of it. Well, we don't even know what that's gonna be yet. We don't, because uh. this the, the secondhand community, the secondhand market of this community is awful. Yeah, I it's, love you, secondary market, honestly. It's, it's <laughs> so hype terrible. other cards. Yeah, it's so easy to plus off of this community because the moment something is announced, regardless of quality, it's gonna get it's gonna be worth something. Fucking Bladewing got support, and then well, Bladewing wound up being really good. Ragey was like thirty dollars at some point. Yeah, well, there's only not, two cards yeah. that didn't get hyped up by secondary market from my memory when the revival set was announced. The first one that was Glendios and Lucier. Lucier was already hyped though. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of hard. It's it was kind of hard to make it even higher when it was at thirty and nobody was buying it for thirty. <laughs> yeah, but like you're right. You're right. Ugh. So, I I I guess we've come to the end of 
the the this you know completely. In short, give Narukami good support, please. Yeah, or or at the very least, like pick just, a direction. Yeah, pick yeah. a direction. Pick a Get team. your head out of your asses and stop thinking about Kagura when you make Narukami cards. I mean. My message to Bushiroad is please discontinue Vanguard and focus on good games. He's like on, Buddy Fight. I like how he's on a Vanguard podcast and he's saying that. Well, I mean, Vanguard's a terrible game. I ha- I can have fun with it, but it's just uh, a bad game. Whatever. The mechanics are terrible and non-existent. Whatever. I enjoy myself. But anyway, until next I time. I love getting triple critted. <laughs> Shut up. All right, until next time, I was Atlas. I'm that. I'm hose and I'm sad. <laughs> I hate and this I... game still. And I'm Alvin. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see you next time. <laughs>